Parents and kids are now warned to switch off their channel or just grow up fast. This show may contain adult or mature conversations and may not be appropriate for children and the old-fashioned. Maturity is directly proportional to the number of times you go between the sheets. And now, ladies and gentlemen, let's play Between the Sheets. You're now Between the Sheets with Anil. Between the Sheets with Anil. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen of the night. It's time to curl up again between those sheets and take a look into yourselves like a listen into your own hearts. Well, you could go south of that too and uh, maybe take a look into your own, you know, undergarments. Things happen all over there. <laughs> and at nights, it's a little more heightened. I usually like to pick something that's a little... I wouldn't call serious, but some something that provokes a thought, something to think about. And at the same time, have fun with it. It's nothing more dangerous than taking life too seriously. Nothing more dangerous than that. So it is tonight that I was thinking about... Well, I'm always thinking about sex. It doesn't have to be at night or day. Which is what qualifies me to sit here and do this show. And enjoy every minute of it. So, in one of my thoughts about sex, I was thinking, perhaps, as much as people, as the media, as, you know, your friends, your, I wouldn't say family, but mostly your, mostly your friends, your colleagues think about sex or talk about it. Sounds like a fun thing to do. Of course it is fun. That's the general perception of sex. Of course, sex has all kinds of other ramifications. There are medical hazards because of it. There are mental traumas because of it. There are physical traumas because of it. So it's not all that. So everything done with proper information can actually be enjoyable. It's when you don't know about something, when things are in the unknown. That's when it begins to get complicated, scary, questionable, apprehensions rise, and you know, vagera, vagera, vagera. Sex is no different. I can bet and wager, and wager everything that I might have, to the fact that everybody, however much of an expert you are, or... uh, nymphomaniacal you are or horny you are before the first time or before you even experienced it you've had some questions you've had some fears some doubts some misgivings about it false information so tonight's topic getting down to brass tacks is want to explore your fears if you have some fears now or have had it before and you've overcome it then share that experience with us. 
share that experience with those who are probably not at that stage where they could have had the experience, but they still want to, don't want to, want to, cannot, want to, just are not brave enough for it. Because it's the unknown. Are you in that space right now? I mean, tonight I have a co-pilot with me, who I will bring on a little later. She's Dr. Shalini Ananth. She's a very, very well-known clinical psychologist and works in the space of uh, being a sex therapist as well. Now, a sex therapist is the difference between a good and a bad relationships for some couples. It's an important part of living. It's an important part of a relationship. And that, if not taken care of well, could ruin a relationship that otherwise could have been beautiful, happy, joyous, ecstatic, one or all of the above. So don't take this too lightly. You may think, oh, I'm not, you know, looking to get married yet, or I'm not old, you know, I'm just about at the time when I'm thinking about it. Well, that's the time to think and talk about it. If you have apprehensions, here, I've got a professional with me, if you don't consider me a professional, which I'm not, by the way. Uh, I'm not professionally qualified to be a therapist, but I do listen well. We want to talk about this stuff. So tonight... We'd like to see how much we can speak to each other and have a conversation about your fears or your apprehensions about sex before, after, during, you know, all of that. We'll be right back. You're listening to a Sojcast original. original. After this, browse our lineup on the Sojcast app. Maybe another Soj will capture your imagination there. Now let's get back to this Sojcast. You're listening to Between the Sheets with Anil. Welcome back, Between the Sheets. Yeah, we're talking about your fear of sex, or fear of having sex. We have on the phone with us as a guest, someone who's not um, unfamiliar with this show called Between the Sheets. She's been a guest on my show several times. She's moved around several times since then. And finds herself in Mumbai now. Dr. Shalini Anant. I don't know, Dr. Shalini, are you um, are you able to hear me loud and clear? Yes, I can, Anil. Hi. Oh, beautiful. Hello. So let's take the show on the road, as they call it. Uh, we're just, I think, uh, we've settled out with the disturbances. You don't hear anymore? Well, almost none. Well, good. That's as best as we can do it for now. And I think we, yeah. we can continue keeping this this way. So uh, listeners, again, are going to be very, very uh, proactive with us, doc- uh, Dr. Shalini. Uh, should I just call you Dr. Anant? You can call me Shalini. I can call you Shalini. Beautiful. It makes it a lot more personal and cozier right now. Otherwise, it looks too professional. So, so yeah. Shalini is a clinical psychologist. She's been at TISS. She's, uh, she studied at NIMHANS, uh, Bangalore, and Montfort College, right? I worked at Montfort College. You worked yeah. at Montfort College. So, all I'm trying to tell you, guys and girls, tonight we'll take all your calls, not just the ladies. All I'm trying to say to you is, with Shalni, you're in good hands. She's been doing this for a while, and she is professionally trained. This is not a counseling session. I have Shalni here to have a chit-chat with all of us about things and how to deal with what we have fear of sex or apprehensions. But Dr. Shalini, before I take on anybody's call, can you quickly yeah. lay the foundation of what this thing is about? Is it fear? Is it apprehension? Is it questions? And is it normal? Well, there can be a whole lot of things, as you mentioned. Some people can have a fear. 
that you know they have um, fears which are mostly unfounded about uh, sex being extremely painful or they not knowing what to do or they um, you know not doing it right or any of those things or sometimes they can have uh, apprehensions about their own performance that uh, i will not be able to satisfy my partner or they just some people very few people just fear the word sex and anything related to sex and uh, like you were talking about my work just to clarify that because um, i think that's also important i am a clinical psychologist and i have worked in the area of sexuality since 1996 lots of so experience what happens is that uh, yeah when people are talking about their psychological issues sometimes their issues are related to various things and one of them can be sex and related issues and when people are talking about their lives whatever apprehensions they have about sexuality they bring to us and we try to help them whether they are single people or they are in a relationship as you mentioned all right so we've set that up at a stage uh where we can uh, start taking this calls i've got to just focus on the show and not have this disturbance distract me which is what it's doing which is why my flow of thought meri vichardhara kuch ruki ruki si ho rahi hai but getting back to the topic of discussion tonight we're talking about your fears about sex okay now it's not a bad thing to have it it's not a good thing to have it it's just there it's just normal for someone to feel something different about an unknown space okay so we're talking about this fear of sex now you may just be in high school i know people at that age are listening into this show you may have been in, you may just be in college you may be at your workspace you may have just been married but even if you're not married or you're not in a relationship things about intimacy uh, you know your libido all of that is heightened especially when you're young you know you have hormones that are you know they have a mind of their own so it's not really your fault but you're feeling it you want to do this but then you also have all kinds of information overload that uh, you know confuses you takes a, takes away your natural instinct you have media you have parents you have society all of them have their take on the goods the bads and the uglies of sex to the point that nobody speaks to you about this and so there's an unknown you don't learn much in school yes you have lots of information on the internet but then how much of that applies to you there's so much information how do you make sense of it i've known a lot of couples who otherwise seemed pretty you know made for each other and then you hear about their you know their breakup i'm talking post marriage 9 out of 10 times it's because of what happens between the sheets in that marriage 9 out of 10 times now boys and girls especially boys have uh, you know they they they're very accomplished they go to the best schools they read up they study hard but when it comes to this department their exposure is pretty minimal as children they're probably brainwashed by their parents to the point that they feel that this is something sacrilegious something that they've done that is sinful and so they tune their mind to it and when it comes to fulfilling that part of their relationship things then go really very sour so although sex is fun it can throw up a lot of questions 
So if you think fear is a very strong word, then let's talk about the questions you have about it. Do you have questions that make you, confuse you? Now that's the time I'd like to speak with you. Or if, you, if you've been there and now are okay, I want to talk to you about that too. You're listening to a Sojcast original. original. After this, browse our lineup on the Sojcast app. Maybe another Soj will capture your imagination there. Now let's get back to this Sojcast. You're listening to Between the Sheets with Anil. Welcome back Between the Sheets. As we continue the show, we're grappling with a few technical issues. Um, Shalini has has been rested for a while and we'll bring her back right on. And when we do, we'll uh, get her involved in the conversation. But for now, it's just you and I. Shalini, are you back? Yes, I am. Okay, hopefully this will be a lot more, you know, friendly. <laughs> hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Well, you know, I think we've found a solution here. Anyway, yeah. So now it's been a while since you've been on the show with me and uh, perhaps you may have forgotten the experience. I don't know if you have or not. But uh, all I'm going to say is you're part of the show now. You're a host with me. Okay. Okay. So you have something as to say, jump to... in. As opposed to just being a guest and being interviewed. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> all right. Um, we will have callers, hopefully. Mm-hmm. We'll chat with them. Okay. You, you, you're the expert. I have, a, I have a view on things, but it doesn't have to be... Something coming from a professional mind, but more an experienced one. <laughs> no problem. All right. So, all right. So here we go. We've set it up. So, guys, um, if you're just tuning in, we're talking about your fear or your questions or apprehensions about sex. Welcome between the sheets. What's your name? Hi. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. So, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay. And Dr. Shalini, can you hear him? I can hear him. All right. Super. And can you hear her? Yes, I can. Good. We're now in conversation. What's your name, buddy? Yeah, my name's Sunny. Hey, Sunny, and where are you calling from? I'm calling from Delhi. Very cool. So, um, all right. Well, thanks. Thanks for calling, first of all. And sure. um, so, what brings see, you? I here? have this question uh, that I'd like to ask you. Whenever that uh, you know, whenever we do sex, uh, say if I'm really liking a girl and I'm I'm really concerned about her and. And, you know, we, we are not that much certain that we will marry in the future or not. So, you know, if I'm having sex with her, are there any chances that when she gets married, uh, uh, you know, her husband gets to know that she, she's been physical with some other guy before? Is that possible? Because I, if, if that's possible, I really don't want to do it because, you know, it will spoil her life. So, Sunny, if I, if I try to understand your question correctly, you're asking about you and perhaps your girlfriend... Mm-hmm. And if you have sex with her, mm-hmm. you're worried that it may affect her life with p- perhaps her future husband if he is expecting her to be a virgin. Exactly. And it and your question is, what? My question is, is that is that true? I mean, can he figure it out that she's not a virgin? Shalini, you want to take that? Yeah. Uh, hi, Sunny. I heard your question, and I think I've got it right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry about that. So, um, I would say two things about this. One is that it is not possible to find out if someone is a virgin or not. 
whether a guy is yeah. a virgin or not or a girl is a virgin or not there is mm-hmm. no way to find that out for sure okay. sometimes there is this doubt because there is a, a very thin sheet called uh, hymen on uh, a yeah. girl's vagina but yeah, that is not that. a uh, not like a thin it's a very thin sheet somewhat like one peel of an onion like one yes, of the inner exactly pieces of an onion yes yes yeah and also uh, it has some holes in it because uh, the girl starts having her periods from the time she's 10 12 13 and if it was like something totally closed she would not be having her periods right okay yeah so the misconception is that if a girl has had sex then the hymen would be torn and if she's not had sex then the hymen would be intact but that is really a myth that's not true Hey, Shalini, I have a question then. Yeah. Okay. But what about this uh, bleeding after the first time? Yeah. Some uh, girls have bleeding. Not everyone has bleeding. And some girls have bleeding because the uh, sheath was not uh, torn. Because, see, to some extent, there are perforations, some holes in the sheath. But, But to some extent, it is still there. But Sunny, you said something. I can't hear you. Okay. No, what did you say, Sunny? You said if she bleeds, what? Yeah, is it is that normal if she bleeds? Because you know, it happened with me. She bled, and I was like petrified. You know. Did you bleed? Did you no, bleed, man? Bleed, I mean, no, no, she bleed. No, no, he's she talking bled. about her bleeding. I know, but I'm just asking if it was his first no, time too, because a boy, no. ble- a, a man bleeds too. If yeah. No, that never happened with me. Though I've had sex a lot of times, but I've never bled. So. All right. Yeah, yeah, so I was saying uh, two things. One is that uh, the hymen is not a completely intact sheet. And uh, but to some extent it is there and most of the times the girl's hymen gets torn during any physical activity, you know, whether it is um running, cycling, jumping, horse riding, any activity. It doesn't have to be some very rigorous activity. And the second thing I uh, believe is that you know, this The whole issue about virginity doesn't really matter. Yeah. No, it matters to a lot of people. I mean, it, in all fairness, it's not something that, you know, yeah, it may not matter to us, but there are some, there are some boys and girls and families that still, in fact, there is a ritual in one yeah. of the religious rituals that, you know, it is something that they celebrate. I think it's called Walima or something like that. Yes. You know, they, so it's, it does matter. It's, that's not, so. It, I, I may be ignorant about this, Anil, but what I do think is that most of the celebrations are around the first uh, sexual interaction between two people, mostly after marriage. No, I, I, I'm, again, I know, could be wrong at this, but I think uh, some close family members go actually inspect the sheet. That I yeah, think. And, <laughs> so, yeah, that is what I was about to say, that uh, it doesn't really matter. And imagine if a girl was really a virgin and if she had uh, lost her hymen because of any of the physical activities and then it becomes an anxiety issue for her and she goes around and uh, puts some red ink or some... I've heard stories about, you know, someone cutting a chicken and uh, putting the chicken's blood and things wow. like so that. Wow, so you've, you've had these cases come to you then? Gross. Not come to me, but I've read about them. Okay. So, I believe that, you know, uh, we are the ones who are making an issue of a non-issue, and virginity really doesn't matter. 
Well, cool, Sunny. I guess uh, I hope this was answer enough for you. Yeah, yeah, elaborate enough. All right, thanks for your call, buddy. And uh, if you're just tuning in, we're talking about your questions around sex, around having sex, mostly. I'm joined in the studio um, via the phone, of course, with uh, Dr. Shalini Anant, who is a sex therapist, amongst the other things that she takes care of in her clinical psychology practice. So for this first question, uh, Shalini, I think mm. what this has actually opened up is a, re- you know, is, is a whole bunch of excuses or reasons for why, if somebody wants to hide their being a non-virgin, mm. this is a good alibi. Yeah, and I also wonder, you know, why this entire virginity issue about women? Virginity is only about, you no, know, someone so, who's never had sex, which can be true for both men and women. Of course, but uh, you, when you say issue, what do you mean by issue? Well, no caller would call you and ask, I am a woman and I've had sex with a man and I'm worried that his wife will find, his future wife will find out that he's not a virgin. That's what I mean by issue. So you're saying the man is okay about not being one, it's the issue with a woman who has to be one. No, the world has an issue about the woman's virginity. That's, That's what I mean. Yeah. So you're, well, it is what it is. Not that we propagate it here, but these are the these are one, one area where fears will emanate because see, girls really may want to do it, but, and and look, there are instances when when guys, actually use this as a blackmailing tool. Exactly. Which is and exactly which is ludicrous. Point. Yeah. I mean, I would wonder why would a woman want to marry someone who's bothered about her virginity? Forget about marrying. I mean, we're not even going to that point at this stage. He said oh. uh, about marriage. No, that is, she's getting married later to someone. No, that's just, well, he's just concerned for her sake. I mean, which is all right. But we're going to take a short break here, uh, Shanli, and come right back. We are discussing your apprehensions, your fears, your questions, your confusions about sex right here between the sheets. You're listening to a Sojcast original. original. After this, browse our lineup on the Sojcast app. Maybe another Soj will capture your imagination there. Now let's get back to this Sojcast. You're listening to Between the Sheets with Anil. Welcome back, Between the Sheets. If you're just joining us, welcome. We're talking about the SEX word. First of all, you've got to learn to say that word out loud and proud. If you want to talk about sex, there's only one way to say it. Sex. And then let's move on to other things about it. There are plenty of questions surrounding this. You may have your own questions. You may have your own apprehensions. Perhaps you're just about getting ready to be married. Now, what if you're a guy? You've never done it before. And your manhood is going to be measured by how you perform. Whoops. That could put the fear of God into you and you will not even come alive with that thought. Welcome between the sheets. What's your name? Hi, my name's Prachi. Hello, Prachi. How are you? I'm fine. Uh, I'm a first-time caller. Can I have my horny moment, please? You will have your horny moment. You just have to ask for it. Thank you. Do you really want it? I want my horny moment. There you go. Thank you so much. Welcome to the show, Um, and thanks for being being our first caller. First-time caller. Um, okay, I uh, this thought has really bothered me since quite some time that, you know, even though, um, you know, they say that uh, condoms use subtraction and all, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, there's, it's only 99% safe and so, you know, there's, there's always a chance of, you know, getting pregnant and all. So, yeah, it's you know, that's, that 1% is if it breaks and if there's, or if there's a hole in it. <laughs> sorry? I said that 1% chance is left to breakage, accidents, yeah. damage. 
so that yeah so that's the thought that's always bothered me so i think you know that's what i'm scared of you know getting pregnant uh, and how has that affected anything that you've have you had opportunities where that no 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 you've never had opportunities no you said that very quickly it's almost like you <laughs> he's like no 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 <laughs> So what if if what if an opportunity presents itself? Um, would you now be yeah, a little more? Would you now be a little more yeah. adventurous? Yeah, maybe I'd go for it. But then there's a, that, that fear is always there of getting pregnant. You know. Well, hey, you know what? So. Here's flash news for you. Yeah. I am still afraid of that. Is getting <laughs> someone pregnant? <laughs> okay. That fear will never go because it's always see all this condom and you know contraceptives. these are unnatural means to pre- to prevent something that is natural mhm right so this fear will always continue unless you do permanent medical procedures yeah or unless you're abstinent <laughs> yeah or that <laughs> <laughs> that's no fun <laughs> so that's your thing to your question yeah and um, uh, i mean i would agree with uh, anil that see if you are having sex for fun for pleasure yeah. uh, condom is 99% safe and there's nothing as safe as a condom in terms of a temporary contraceptive you know the permanent yeah. contraceptive uh, yeah. which you must be knowing about so mm-hmm. a condom if used properly and if used as soon as erection happens mm-hmm. is like quite safe and if it is not expired and if it was not stored in an imp- inappropriate ba- way so that it doesn't get any holes in it <laughs> you've yeah. just you taken know? 99% to be 89% no because some people do use it you know they think that uh, foreplay is okay and but uh, that can make a condom unsafe if we have not used it right from the beginning Okay. Now I have a here's a question to uh, Shaling. Yeah. Yeah. So when when there is foreplay going on? Yeah. All right. So on a, on both man and woman there's lubrication happening. Yeah. Okay. Now is that a threat as well? Yes, it is because the precum of a man the uh, small droplets of liquid which start coming out uh, before the full ejaculation happens also has few sperms and those sperms are enough to impregnate a woman if uh, the sperms enter the woman's body if they're strong swimmers they could go all the way yes they are strong swimmers <laughs> so the point Because being there's also sorry there's also lubrication in the woman's body so the uh, the liquid makes it easier for them to swim all the way so point point being here is if you want to use condoms for 100% protection even yeah. before you get it on put it on mm-hmm. okay and i've got two things to say actually uh, one is that i've got really bad stretch marks on my ass so oh, on my butt so it, it's you okay. know yes, I, you know i feel that you know he might not uh, like it and might become repulsive and also you know that's also something that you know that is uh, me and well, uh, a, a dimly lit room hides a lot Sorry? I said a dimly lit room. Yeah. Hides a lot of flaws. And also Prati. <laughs> and also Prati, if you love your body completely, then 
it doesn't really matter. But they look really bad. If your body does what it's supposed to do and make that man focus on what he's feeling because you're with him, he's not going to care about those stretch marks. Trust me. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, a man usually doesn't look that low or behind. It's just, mm-hmm. it's very rare that that happens. And when you, and if it does happen, you guys have taken this activity to such a level that it doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There are stretch marks. Stretch marks happen. There's nothing you can do about it. Yes, there's some cosmetic uh, things that, you know, the market is selling to you. Mm-hmm. But all that's fine and dandy, but you need to be as uh, Shalini said, comfortable with your own body and when you're comfortable in your own body, your body will do mm-hmm. things that the man is not going to know what hit him. Okay. You can have him eating out of the palm of your hand <laughs> and other Actually, places. There was something else <laughs> also you were asking. Uh, yeah, there's this uh, white uh, fluid which, you know, oozes out of my vagina. So I was thinking that even that might be very repulsive. So I know it's normal and it's not itchy and all, you know, but... You know, it might, you know, he might not like it. So, um, and then you uh-huh. want to answer that? Or do you no, want no, it's all yours. Yeah. So, Prati, um, to put it very bluntly, sex is yeah. a very wet activity. Yeah. There's a lot of wetness no, no. while having sex. Okay. Yeah. And there is a reason for that because the wetness is required for reproduction to happen. No, so that it's is not the lubrication way. that happens. No, she's talking way. about a discharge. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, okay, so that discharge is, uh, you know, just as your mouth is always a little wet. Yeah. Your eyes have a little bit of wetness, a film of yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. fluid. So similarly, yeah. the vagina mm-hmm. is always a little moist. Yeah. No, and no, no. It, it's the yeah. fluid which oozes out like all month, like you know. Have you seen yeah. a gynecologist? Yeah, no, no, no. If, if the if the fluid is uh, not too much, and if it doesn't yeah. stink, if it doesn't itch, if it doesn't no, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then it is just a very, very normal vaginal discharge. Yeah, I know it's normal, but then I'm just thinking that you know it might repulse him. So he doesn't know it till it's too late anyway. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and also, Kashi, I mean, why are you worried about that? <laughs> Kashi, I think. Are you happy with your body, with your... Uh, yeah, I am. Uh, Otherwise, I am. Yeah. Yeah, then that's what matters the most. All right. So, Prachi, love nothing your, to worry love about. Love your body, feel happy with your body. That is yeah. what always, always matters the most. Okay. All right, thanks for your call, Prachi. Appreciate all it. all And, um, uh, you know, she brought out a few good points here that uh, needs mention here, Shalini. Yeah. Is the health of the condom. Yeah. Okay, uh, from being a guy, I tell, I tell you, I used to carry a condom in my wallet. Yeah. Not that I used it very much, right? Hmm. But that story, as soon as we come out of this break. Yeah. And uh, yours truly, we're talking about your fear, your questions, your confusions, your apprehensions about sex. My name is Anil. Yeah, stay in touch. I'm going to say goodnight in my way. That will conclude entertainment. Thank you very much for joining us. You're still here? Maybe do it again sometime. It's over. And this, ladies and gentlemen, concludes our show. Go home. And now, the show's over. The party's over! Will you leave immediately, please? I want to see motion, movement, bye-bye. Good night. Get the point. Good. Now get out! 
आशा करते हैं कि आपको ये सोच कास्ट बहुत पसंद आया अगर कुछ कहना है इसके बारे में तो लिखकर बताइए हमें अपने फेसबुक और इंस्टाग्राम पेज पर सोच कास्ट ढूंढिए अगर आपको अपनी सोच दुनिया को सुनानी हो तो सोच कास्ट करो सोच कास्ट डॉट कॉम